0: Hello, you people. Hello. Hello, you people. And welcome to the Motley Soup Podcast. I'm Nate. I am
1: Kendall.
0: And it's been a while. It has. It's been a while. We went through the holiday season and uh, had a loss in the family. Yes. You all know about the the elusive cat that liked to scream in the background and be a general pain in my butt when we're trying to record this show. Well, the old man has passed on to the... Great litter box yeah. in the sky is yeah. it a litter box? is that yeah. where they go? It's a big litter box yes. they're just running the, the, around in the clay the, the,
1: the catnip valley in the sky
0: the Catnip valley in the sky. Right. everybody's chill yeah <laughs> but I mean lo- he lived a long 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 life and was uh, comfortable the whole time so oh yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, so no more noisy cats in the studio? You want to
0: hear that one screaming? We do have a couple that still like to roughhouse and stuff, so you might hear some of that and maybe some cat fights yeah. in the background. But, but
1: no screaming.
0: No screaming, not no anymore. screeching, not anymore. But anyway, we'll miss them. You'll miss them. But remember, great big catnip thing in the sky. <laughs> catnip thing in the <laughs> sky. Cat, great big catnip thing in the sky. Yep. yep. All right. So, this time around on The Soup... I have a couple of things, a couple of lists that I found on the interwebs. Um, Firstly, do you want to know, and then we'll go through some of the other ones, do you want to know what the most popular slang the year you were born was? Sure. 1988? Yeah. The most popular slang the year you were born was the term F-bomb.
1: F-bomb. Okay.
0: Called such because of its ability to shock the more acceptable way of saying one of the words. John George Carlin's list of words you can't say. So, Hmm. F-bomb. The year I was born, let's see. Oh, got to scroll way back. Keep scrolling. (laughs) Keep scrolling. Whenever I do like the uh, year you were born thing on uh, the. Right. it gets further it's, and it's like, further. It's away like from from the price the... is right wheel. Yeah,
1: it is. <laughs> it is awful because it's <laughs> like, you know, they start off with whatever
0: yeah. the minimum
1: year it could be and then you like, like have to start scrolling. <laughs>
0: and every time you yeah. just feel older. You're right, and, and older. older. Ugh. 1978, for me, the most popular slang was the expression, pick out. Pig out. Pig out. Look at this picture here. Look at these old Taco Bell uh, containers.
1: Lord have mercy. I don't yeah. know
0: what that burger is.
1: Did they have a burger?
0: I don't know. Maybe. Let's see, Feed a feast of food, usually junk food, and a sentence you'd never really hear in a diet-related story. The OED citation for this term includes the sentence from an article in the Washington Post that year. In food, a moderate diet is always right, yet once in a while, a pig out is desirable. You'd never find it that, that advice these days. No. So let's go through here some other years. It goes all the way to 2006. Um, so I'm sure the list doesn't include... Um, it's not anything that I wouldn't know now because I'm old.
1: Right. What's the oldest on this list?
0: 1926.
1: All right, what was it? Gold dig. Gold
0: dig. I ain't saying she a gold digger, but apparently that goes all the way back to 1926. Hmm. Uh, the money flush times of the Roaring Twenties gave rise to this term for a woman who was interested in a man, but only for his money. It came from the, appropriate titled, the appropriately titled Man Trap by Sinclair Lewis. Interesting. Uh, 1927,
1: It Girl.
0: Okay. Hollywood couldn't get enough of Clara Bow so much she was branded the It Girl. 1928, Baloney. Mm hmm.
1: 1929, It Boy. Okay. It
0: Boy just referred to basically any handsome young guy. Right. Like me. Like you. Booksy in 1930. Mm hmm. Instead of bookish, anyone who took an interest in reading was Booksy. Yeah. Let's see. So
1: far, I haven't heard any, like, not not heard of any of these.
0: 1931, snazzy. We still use that today. 1932 was apparently the year of the word burp. Really? Yeah. 1933, beard up. B-E-E-R-E-D. I was
1: going to ask, like, is it the... Beard, or is it beer? Yeah. 1933
0: would be the year that Prohibition would be repealed, an occasion that was robustly celebrated. I bet. Robustly. 1934,
1: boffo. Now that one I don't know.
0: The word originated from the burgeoning comedy scene where a line that delivered a big laugh was a boffo.
1: Interesting.
0: 1935, gramps. Okay. This could refer to your grandpa or any older person you felt like insulting. (laughs) 1936, Bingo. 1937, Gunky. Referring to something that's pretty gross. Right, right. 1938, Fave. F-A-V-E. Of course, we know that's short for favorite, and people still use it today. 1939, Bad Mouthing. Before we trash talked, we engaged in bad mouthing.
1: Right. 1940,
0: Baby Blues. The rise of parenting experts led to a whole new vocabulary for parents. The term baby blues would refer to any sadness felt by a mother after the birth of her baby. Mm. So I'm assuming they're talking about post-mortem there. Postpartum. Post, I said post-mortem. <laughs> <He did>. <laughs> 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 that birth went a little...
1: Um, wow. Yeah, Damn. <laughs> <yeah>.
0: <laughs> Sorry. <Yeah. laughs> Postpartum, not post-mortem. <laughs>
1: It's like try that again, babe. (laughs)
0: Inadvertent comedy this week on the show. Sorry. (laughs) Oh shit. I was like,
1: no, no,
0: no. (laughs) I feel like I'm gonna get sued for that. All right, nineteen forty one. Dreamboat. Okay. We all know what that means.
1: Yeah.
0: Nineteen forty two, no longer considered a polite term these days, but it was hyper. A shortened version of hyperactive was used to describe kids with far too much energy. Right. 1943, duh. I didn't know duh came around to the 90s when I was a teenager, but apparently it was in the 40s. Wow. Uh, it was widely used as an offhanded um, remark in the 40s. Now 1944, tagalong. Interestingly, tag-along, a tagalong was a military term that originally referred to a bomb. It was then repurposed into slang to describe anyone who was unexpectedly joining in on your plans for the day.
1: Interesting.
0: Another surprise from the 40s, 45, dope. Mm. Before Homer Simpson had this catchphrase, this offhanded expression has its roots in radio programs. Specifically, the program, It's That Man Again. Dope. Anyway. 1946, cheese, as in cheesed off.
1: Did you get stuck?
0: No, I was just reading to <laughs> see if there was anything that I didn't know about the... Sorry, I was a little post-mortem there. 1947, artsy. Artsy,
1: Artsy Artsy right. fartsy. Like booksy, but artsy.
0: Now costume designer Edith Head, pictured here, pictured here, folks. This is an audio show. Was the real creative deal, but anyone who sought to imitate her eccentric approach to personal style would be considered pretentious or artsy. 1948, Fannie Mae. 1949, Jet Set. Do people still say Jet Set? Jet Setting? I've
1: not heard that, no.
0: Young People Living Fast and Glamorously.
1: No, I've not heard people say that.
0: 1950, Beautiful People. Hollywood lingo again goes mainstream with this very appropriate term for the successful and gorgeous individuals who worked in the industry. 1951,
1: Nerd. Hmm. I kind of thought
0: that was older than 51, but okay. 1952, Divey,
1: as in a dive bar. Okay. I've not heard it called Divey before. An
0: excellent word to describe a bar that wasn't exactly fancy, but was still comfortable stemming from an article in The New Yorker. So it's a dive-ish. Divey, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Divey, a little divey. (laughs) A little sketchy. (laughs) Depends on what night you go, I guess. 1953, this surprised me. Hippie. Though hippies defined the latter half of the sixties, its use as slang predates the decade.
1: Huh.
0: A permutation of hipster, the hippie is described as usually exotically dressed and given to those u- given to the use of hallucinogenic drugs. Hmm. Nineteen fifty-four. It's where we live, the boonies. Yep. The middle of nowhere. First cited to come from New Hampshire. Nineteen fifty-five. The word cool. 1956, nitpicker. 57, Endsville. What? This was a word that didn't necessarily refer to a specific place, but the idea of a place. A place that was much cooler than wherever you were. Though you could also describe things like bands or records as being Ensville too. So apparently it was slang for, like, cool. I've
1: never heard that. I one. have
0: not either, actually. Okay. 1958, of course, nuke. <laughs> right. Yeah. Lots, yeah, of, lots of nuclear testing yeah, going yeah. on. Uh, 1959, hot dog. This phrase, which essentially means, means to show off, came from from fifties California surf culture.
1: Hot dog. Quit hot talking.
0: 1960, Dullsville. The opposite of Evansville is Dullsville, of course.
1: Yeah, well, I've heard that one before.
0: 1961, Bratty. Baby boomers were becoming older kids and teens. In this decade, which made this word always appropriate,
1: and they're still brighty to this day.
0: (laughs) No kidding. Yeah, (laughs) ain't that the truth?
1: Good. Nineteen sixty-two,
0: drop dead like drop dead gorgeous. Right,
1: right. Nineteen sixty-three,
0: Mickey Mouse to goof off, especially on the job. I always like the expression. What a Mickey Mouse operation this is. (laughs) I've always I love that that expression. Nineteen sixty-four. Oh shucks.
1: Oh yeah. Oh shucks.
0: Nineteen sixty-five grody,
1: <laughs>
0: meaning bad in appearance. Grody usually described people and places, but perhaps this gross pile of dishes could count as well. Though it's not mentioned, the OED. We also informally considered this era this this the era of groovy, ah. as well. Nineteen sixty-six kegger,
1: yep kegger.
0: Nineteen sixty-seven. I've never heard this one. Freak flag.
1: Hmm. I don't think I have either.
0: Uh, Jimi Hendrix introduced this fantastic phrase into culture, giving permission for people to let their flags fly loud and proud. Nice. Let your freak flag fly. I love
1: that. <laughs> 1968,
0: Bippy. Reference to a rear end, which came from laughing. You bet your Bippy.
1: Hmm.
0: You ever heard that? No. No. I have. <laughs> 1969, out of sight. It's out of sight, man. Right, right. Nineteen seventy, dorky.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Nineteen seventy-one, Deadheads. The original citation for Deadheads, you'll find this sentence: "Passing the acid test of time will probably be the privilege of very few groups, and I don't think the Grateful Dead will be among them." <laughs> Deadheads, the follower of the Grateful Dead, right. followers of the Grateful Dead are still going strong all these years later. You know, I'll never take anything away from the Grateful Dead. They did what they did, and people really like them. I'm not a big... I've never been a big fan of their music, honestly. But God bless the people that are. That's your band. 1972, Guilt Trip. 1973, Carbo. Of course, a reference to a carb. Interestingly enough, the Atkins diet makes its debut the year before.
1: <laughs> of course. <laughs> 1974, Motorhead. Right.
0: Not the band. Not the band. (laughs) I was about to say, not the band. It's time to play the game. Anyway, um, that was for uh, people who really like motorcycles. 1975, Detox. This one had two meanings. One was for the burgeoning California health scene and detox juice cleanses and diets that would become popular, but the other one was for increased need for alcohol and drug addiction treatment.
1: Right, okay, great.
0: 1976, hardball. Ruthless business jargon begins to permeate culture with this term to describe a particularly aggressive form of negotiation. 1977, I love their description. The term is brewski. Yep, it's a beer. We went through 1978, 1979, a nostalgia fest. As boomers get older, so does their desire to look backward.
1: Mm, that's relevant.
0: I can't say I don't. I can't say I don't like listen to stuff from my time. Well, no,
1: I'm not talking about music and stuff. I was just saying, like, the culture. Mm. You know.
0: But I do remember. I do remember in the 80s when I was a kid. There were a lot of, like, '50s style diners were a big deal. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know if it was still because you don't. I don't really see them anymore. No, you don't. But I really mean, like, don't. and I'm not just talking, to folks, about like you pull off to a diner on the side of the road and it looks like it was built in the '50s. I'm talking about they would deck it out like the '50s. It was a and there'd theme. be yeah, there'd right. be Elvis music playing, right. and the girls were like the, the you know the what are they hoop skirts or whatever or whatever or, it was yeah. yeah that
1: was the theme of the restaurant. It was it was intentional.
0: Yes. Yeah. So I guess you're right. There's no, like, grunge restaurants.
1: Right, right. They're not, they're not going to give us grunge restaurants. Although, maybe we should do that.
0: Maybe we should. Maybe we, yeah.
1: We cannot run a restaurant. Put on your
0: plaid right. and come on in.
1: Right. And your combats. <laughs> yep. Yep. Your plaid and your combats. Come on in.
0: Come on in and we'll do not playing. Don't act too excited. Everybody right. here has to be angsty. Right.
1: Ugh. Ugh. Ugh.
0: I just want my steak well done.
1: We don't have steak.
0: Oh, God.
1: It's meatloaf. Oh, fine.
0: (laughs) Uh. Uh. And then the guy's like, the manager comes over and he's like, I'm all apologies, sir. Ah, All apologies.
1: Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God.
0: Uh, Welcome to Eddie Vetter Night. What can can I order for you tonight? (laughs) 1980 frizzy refers to hair that frizzes rather than cooperates into curls
1: yeah well that's a thing
0: 1981 chill pill take a chill pill man Yeah. take a chill pill 1982 buff interestingly interestingly, the 80's brought a whole new vocabulary for describing the male physique and the buffest of them all Arnold
1: hmm
0: 1983,
1: beatbox.
0: Ah. That's when beatboxing became part of the lexicon, if you will. 1984, major. Sixteen candles brought this word into the public conscious, which described people and things that, with that kind of enthusiasm that you can only manage as a teen. Mm. 1985, radness. Rad, dude, totally rad. 1986, stud muffin. Yes. 1987, couch surfing. We do a lot of that in this house. Not the kind where you sleep on a friend's couch while you stay over, but what happens when you sit around and watch TV all day? Yep. We already did
1: 88.
0: 1989, trash talk.
1: Mm. Going
0: back to uh, changing that from uh, whatever it was earlier.
1: It was bad mouthing. Bad
0: mouthing, yes. Yes. 1990, spelling cool, K E W L. Yes. Remember that?
1: Cool with Q-l- a K.
0: Cool. Cool. Cool.
1: Yes, I do remember that.
0: 1991, Tidy Whities.
1: Ah, uh, yes. <laughs>
0: 1992, Thanks to Wayne's World, not. <laughs> now we're getting into my era. 1993, Da Bomb. Da Bomb. Yeah. 1994, Benjamins. Oh, it's yes. It's all about the Benjamins. Right. 1995, As If. Ooh. Oof. 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 Clueless, of course, introduced of course. as if into the vocab of anyone who wished they were Cher Horowitz. Oh. You know, this is my least favorite one. Oh,
1: no. I hate that?
0: when someone says this to me. 1996. Whatever.
1: Whatever. Oh
0: God, that pisses me off.
1: I hate. Goat.
0: Oh yeah, when I say something and somebody's like, "Whatever," I am yep. like, oh, 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 "Oh, it's on now." Yep. Whatever. The
1: goat is out of the barn.
0: <laughs> that word, for some reason, <laughs> just has so much attitude just to the word, like. Uh, Ugh! Whatever. <laughs> uh, oh. <laughs> 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 just reading it makes me mad. Uh, anyway, nineteen ninety-seven. Jiggy, hmm. 1998 because of friends. How you doing? How you doing? How you doing? 1999 bling, right? Ugh, oh, 2000, was Oh
1: God,
0: <laughs> was <Wazzah>. No. <laughs> you thought it was gone forever. I didn't thought you? it was gone forever. <laughs> I don't even. All right, 2001, whale tail. I don't know. Okay, I don't even know what this, honestly, honest to God, terrible. It says terrible, but thanks to the popularity of low-rise jeans and thongs, oh, this became a thing. whale tail. Uh, now, now I get it. Okay, I never even knew that expression. I didn't
1: know that existed either. Wow, okay. Hmm. 2002, hella. Yeah. Yeah. I still find myself using Hella.
0: I never did. <laughs> I use this one a lot. Two thousand three peeps.
1: Peeps. Yep. And my peeps. Yep, peeps.
0: Two thousand four, we're almost done because this only goes to two thousand six muffin top.
1: Yep. Well, you know, it's probably because of them low rise jeans. <laughs> Fuck them low rise jeans. Two- <laughs> Those things have scarred all the women from my generation. We are all scarred. That's why we're sticking to our high-waist jeans now. Yep. Because of muffin top. Because of muffin top. Because of fucking muffin top. It is
0: pretty disrespectful.
1: Yeah.
0: 2005, I also use this one a lot, just for fun, because I like it. Faux shizzle Or fo just <laughs> Oh,
1: right. Just to, just to, Off the
0: hazy for sheezy
1: Just to be goofy. Yeah. yeah. Not like an everyday lingo. Either. No. No.
0: And 2006, apparently, was the word sick.
1: Sick. All right. Mm-hmm. Um, I still use that occasionally. Sick or dope? I'll use dope sometimes. Dope. That is dope. I'm surprised dope wasn't on any On this list. Like that is dope. <laughs> maybe that was after. Yeah,
0: yeah, maybe. Maybe. No, I don't. No, it wasn't because we said dope when I was in high school. Well,
1: okay, then I don't know.
0: Yeah. New chronic albums, dope.
1: That's dope. <laughs> That's sick. Yeah, I use just yeah. I use both of those pretty often. <laughs>
0: We could use this next thing here, now that we're done with that. This could be a crossover from the Criminal Wind podcast.
1: Oh, that I haven't touched in God knows how long, because I can't find all my equipment.
0: It's <laughs> We're using some of your equipment right now for this. Yeah,
1: no, well, I, that's the thing, is I think you're using my equipment
0: for this. But it's been in there. Has it? Yes. I thought it was upstairs. No. My microphone's upstairs. Got
1: you. I need to find the cords to hook it to my computer, though. Or phone.
0: This is it right here. No, no, no. No. We're having, like, uh, how the sausage is made conversation Right, right, yeah, exactly. Sorry, people. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> like you don't understand. There's special hookups to, to, app, to the, any Apple device. So I have to find that.
0: Well, what this article is that I found, um, 15 craziest last meal requests of death row inmates.
1: I feel like I have already discussed this, but maybe not.
0: Well, let's see. Number one is Stephen Woods. He was executed in 2011. Mm-hmm. The murder of a young couple even after many appeals and being hacked by some being backed by some popular non-profit organizations that was his crime. His last meal, 2 pounds of bacon, a large four meat pizza, four fried chicken breasts, two drinks each of Mountain Dew, Pepsi, root beer and sweet tea, two pints of ice cream, five chicken fried steaks, two hamburgers with bacon, Fries and a dozen garlic breadsticks with marinara on the side. Is
1: this guy me? Is he <laughs> me? Like, everything he listed is exactly what I would drink and eat. <laughs>
0: He was probably like, hey, if I'm going to go out, I want my last meal to I have as much... all of it. I want to taste as much Wait, shit as I possibly I can.
1: all of the things right now. God, can you imagine the mess he made after they executed
0: it? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Oof. I think I did that a little bit ago, though. All right. <laughs> Number number two here, Marion Albert Pruitt.
1: Okay, Pruitt. He
0: was executed in 99, 1999. He killed Bobby Jean Robertson, a convenience store clerk in Fort Smith, Arkansas, and four other people. His last meal was a Pizza Hut struf, stuffed crust pizza, four Burger King whoppers, French fry, French fry, French, French
1: fries. fries,
0: French fries, fried eggplant, fried squash fried okra, a whole pecan pie, and three two-liter Pepsi bottles. Well, Remarkably, he original, originally considered ordering a roast duck.
1: That's weird. <laughs> Out of all the junk food, right. considered a roast duck.
0: Number three, Dennis Bagwell.
1: I never recognize that name.
0: Executed in 2005, he invaded the Texas home of Ronald Boone, who returned home to find the bodies of his wife, Leona, his daughter Libby, and his granddaughters, Reba and Tassie. Jesus. Damn. According to reports, McBee and Tassie had been beaten and strangled, necks broken, and Tassie was raped. Damn. Libby was shot in the head, and Reba's skull was crushed with a hammer and a metal exercise bar.
1: Oh, my God.
0: You might want to dig into this guy I on your show. I might dig into that guy, right? I, <laughs> you taking notes? Yeah, I'm taking.
1: I'm taking some mental notes right now because, goddamn, he he might make it to my next show.
0: Well, here's his last. <laughs> Once I
1: find my cable.
0: Here's his last. Here's his last. Now you're, you're just gonna be searching, people. i gonna be like, "Hey, we're we gonna watch this show." No, I'm looking for my
1: shit. <laughs> I'm looking for my cards. The people need me.
0: His last. <laughs> the people need me. <laughs> Gotham needs me. It's funny. The wine
1: glass beacon has been shown. (laughs) His
0: last meal, steak, fried chicken, barbecued ribs, fries, onion rings, bacon, a dozen scrambled eggs with onions. A
1: dozen of them? A dozen. With onions? With onions. (laughs)
0: Fried taters with onions, sliced tomatoes, a salad with ranch dressing, two hamburgers with everything, a peach pie, milk and coffee, and iced tea with real sugar.
1: God, leave him in his cell. He'll gas himself. (laughs)
0: Especially with twelve eggs. That's what I'm Jesus. With
1: onion. Jeez. It was hot.
0: Woo! Woo! Loaning You got what you deserve, Bagwell. You fucking creep. All right. And the next one is Robert Dale Conklin. Okay. Executed in two thousand and five.
1: All right.
0: While on while on parole for armed robbery. He killed a man by sticking a screwdriver in his ear and twisting it around. Ew. He then dissected the body and put select parts of it down the garbage disposal.
1: Holy God.
0: Mr. Conklin's last meal. <laughs> I don't know why I think it's so funny. I'm describing these horrific things and then and then the buffet at Golden Corral for their for their final meal. Like Charlie got a chocolate fountain rolled in. Anyway. Right. Uh, Mr. Conklin's Last Meal Filet Mignon Wrapped in Bacon Deveined Shrimp Sauteed in Garlic Butter With Lemon A Baked Potato With Butter Sour Cream Chives And Real Bacon Bits Corn on the Cob Asparagus With Hollandaise Sauce French Bread With Butter Goat Cheese Cantaloupe Apple Pie With Vanilla Bean Ice Cream And an Iced Tea Alright Thomas J. Grosso Executed in 1995 Jesus. He strangled an elderly woman using her own Christmas lights.
1: Oh my god.
0: Stole $8 from her purse,
1: <laughs> what?
0: $4 from around the house, and sold her television for $125. He then murdered an elderly male and stole his social security check. So this guy made like less than 500 bucks probably and killed two people. And now he's on death row or about to be executed.
1: Right.
0: His last meal, two dozen steamed mussels. Two dozen steamed clams, a double cheeseburger from Burger King, half a dozen barbecue spare ribs, two strawberry milkshakes, <laughs> half a pumpkin pie with whipped cream and diced strawberries, and a 16 ounce can of spaghetti with meatballs served at room temperature. In a final statement to the press, an hour before his execution, Grasso said, I did not get my Spaghettios. I got canned spaghetti. I want the press to know this. Oh
1: my god! <laughs> 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 he was so concerned about them Spaghettios.
0: I want the press to know this. I want this in the paper.
1: I want everybody to know.
0: Justice needs to be served. Right. I'm gonna fucking. Idiot. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I have a grievance. <laughs> They weren't case.
0: O's, they were long noodles. They
1: were skeddy, not O's. not what I
0: asked for. Lawrence Russell Brewer, executed in 2011. Mm-hmm. For the murder of James Byrd, he and two of his white supremacist friends beat him severely, urinated on him, and chained him by the ankles to their pickup truck before dragging him for three miles while he was fully conscious. A curb finally killed him and severed his arm. Brewer ruined the whole last meal thing for other inmates in Texas. Texas banned elaborate final meals after he requested this shocking spread oh. and then refused to even take one bite of it. What
1: in the what? What a dirtbag. I
0: know, right to the end. Right
1: to the end he was a dirtbag. He
0: requested two fried chickens or two chicken fried steaks, a triple bacon cheeseburger, a cheese omelet, large bowl of fried okra, three fajitas, one pound of barbecue with half loaf of white bread, a meat lover's pizza, Three root beers, one pint of bluebell vanilla ice cream, and a slab of peanut butter fudge with crushed, pe- crushed peanuts. Interesting. And Didn't eat any of it. All right, then. Up next, number seven, Robert Elton Harris. He was executed in 92. His last words, you can be a king or a street sweeper, but everybody dances with the Grim Reaper. A quote from Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey. He killed two innocent teenage boys who were in a jack-in-the-box parking lot. His last meal...
1: Was it Jack in the Box?
0: (laughs) No. Okay. A 21-piece bucket of Kentucky Fried Chicken, two large Domino's pizzas, no anchovies, ice cream, a bag of jelly beans, a six-pack of Pepsi, and a pack of Camel Cigarettes. What? All right. All right. This guy even looks like he killed somebody.
1: Yeah, he does. Ronnie
0: Lee Gardner, executed in 2010... He killed a man during a robbery, then while being transported to a hearing for his crimes, he killed an attorney. He got life in prison for the first, then the death penalty for the second. His last meal, lobster tail, steak, apple pie, vanilla ice cream, and 7-Up while watching Lord of the Rings.
1: Okay. When did they they let him finish the Lord of the
0: Rings? (laughs) Jesus Christ.
1: He'd been there for days. He's got that
0: kind of time.
1: Apparently he doesn't, so.
0: John Wayne Gacy. Oh, Gacy. Executed in 1994. Uh, We all know about his stuff. Yeah. His last meal, fried shrimp, a bucket of KFC original recipe, fries, and a pound of strawberries. All right. Up next, Ronald Clark O'Brien. Executed in 1984. He's the reason your parents always checked your Halloween candy. He killed his 8-year-old son with a cyanide-laced candy. He handed out four other cyanide-laced pixie sticks, though his poor son was the only casualty. He killed his own child in order to cash out a life insurance
1: policy. Jesus Christ.
0: So this prick, (laughs) for his last meal, had a T-bone steak, fries with ketchup, whole kernel corn, sweet peas, a lettuce and tomato salad with egg and French dressing, iced tea, sweetener, saltines, a Boston cream pie, and rolls. Number 11, William Bonin, I believe. Is it Bonin or Bonin? Bonin? Probably. I guess it doesn't matter. It
1: doesn't matter. He did.
0: He was killed, a night, or killed. He was executed in 1996. The most famous freeway freeway killer, he tortured, raped, and killed at least 21 boys. He would get male sex workers, young hitchhikers, and schoolboys into his truck, rape them, torture them, then brutally murder them, often using their only, own their own T-shirts to strangle them. His last meal two pepperoni and sausage pizzas, three servings of chocolate ice cream, and three six-packs of Coke and Pepsi. Hmm. Simple man. I guess. <laughs> Woo, look at this Look at this wacky-looking motherfucker. Yeah, he's... Uh... Stephen Wayne Anderson. Oof. He, he is happy to be in prison. Look at him.
1: Look at him. He's he, happy as he can be.
0: He was executed in 2002 for the murder of Elizabeth Lyman. He admitted to the killings of at least eight other people, including a fellow inmate and at least seven contract killings. His last meal? Two grilled cheese sandwiches, a pint of cottage cheese, a hominy corn mixture, peach pie, chocolate chip ice cream, and radishes.
1: Interesting. He looks like he'd have a weird spread like that.
0: (laughs) He looks like a weird spread.
1: Yeah, he is a weird spread.
0: Ted Bundy?
1: Ted Bundy, all right.
0: Again, everybody mm-hmm. knows what he did. I'm not going to re- rehash it. You've seen enough documentaries, etc. But he was executed in 1989. Ted Bundy refused a last meal. Hmm. So he was given the usual Florida death row meal of steak, eggs, hash browns, toast with butter, jelly juice, coffee, and milk. Thanks for going out boring there, buddy.
1: Right.
0: <laughs> right. Timothy McVeigh. Hmm. Executed in 2001. Of course, he was an American domestic terrorist who carried out the 1995 Oklahoma City bombing.
1: Yeah.
0: All he wanted for his last meal was two pints of mint chocolate chip ice cream. Well, all right then. And last, and certainly not least, his is also a little underwhelming, but John Martin Scripps. Executed in 1996. He was dubbed the Tourist from Hell by British tabloids because he posed as a tourist he went on a spree murdering three tourists, Gerald Lowe in Singapore and Sheila and Darren Damood in Thailand with another three unconfirmed victims. He cut up all his victims' body using butchery skills he had acquired in prison before disposing of them. Jesus. And his last meal was pizza and hot chocolate. Okay. <laughs> and Hasta la vista, fuckhead. All right, there you go. I just found that to be kind of interesting. That
1: is interesting.
0: Um... The last, the last Meals of Death Row Inmates. That being said, I think that's an episode. What do I you think, think
1: you're right. I think we've we've filled the masses with all the information. And
0: I totally screwed up you there did. earlier in the show.
1: Yeah.
0: And uh, maybe that'll be the title. I don't know. No,
1: let's. Maybe not. <laughs> well, I don't know. It kind of fits the theme, doesn't it?
0: Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, this is kind of a morbid episode <laughs> yeah. at the end of the day. Yeah. Well, I want to thank everybody for listening. I know you do, too. Mm-hmm. And we I will do. we will see you next time around. Hopefully sooner. <sighs> we always say that.
1: And, uh, well, God, the holidays crept up on us. And, you
0: know. Yeah. Yeah. A lot going on. But we will try to have a new episode sooner rather than later. But until then. See ya. <laughs> what? <laughs> Reverse psychology? <laughs> Bye. That's groovy. <laughs> Rad. That's dope. No. Sick. <laughs> not a whale tail. No, not a whale tail.
1: Because we don't want muffin tops. <laughs> You're the it girl. <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> uh, Alright. You screwed me up. As is. <laughs> oh, whatever. Bye y'all. See ya. <laughs>